From Calvary Church of Santa Ana, this is the Calvary Life Podcast, the show where we share stories, laugh together, and have discussions about faith, life, and God with people from Calvary Church. Here are your hosts, Eric and Matt. Welcome to the Calvary Life Podcast. This is Eric Wakeling here with the esteemed and honorable and uh, incredible Matt Doan. <laughs> I don't know who that is, but I'm also here. Yes, and the other Matt Doan is yes, here too. We yes. have two Matt Doan. No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, buddy? I'm doing really well on oh. this post-Labor Day. That's right. We are recording on Tuesday after yes. Labor Day. Yeah, did you have a good Labor Day? <laughs> I had a great Labor Day. Hung out, uh, <laughs> like kind of restful. Well, actually... In the morning, I did a 5K. Wow. The Book It is called the Book It 5K. Oh, tell me about this. Uh, it's uh, It was for chalk, for books, for reading to kids, like re- reading books to kids, then giving books to kids that were read to them. So it's like okay, a, whole, cool. a whole thing. The Susie Alexander is a, a big uh-huh. Here from Calvary. person that helps with all of that. So she uh, recruited me and a bunch of other. There's like maybe 20 Calvary people oh, at, cool. at this 5K. So it was fun. So wait, you run and then you raise funds to buy books? Yeah, it's to help buy books, and people can come and just donate new books. Okay. There were even booths where you could, like, buy the books. Booths. Uh, booths. That's your Canadian coming out. Booth. Booths. <laughs> uh, and then 2D Nino had, like, oh, yeah. was there selling her book. Uh-huh. But, like, you didn't buy the book for yourself. You would go buy a book, and then it would just be given to, I love like, it. to chalk, which was cool. Yeah. yeah. So that was that whole thing. So, so where so was the course? did that. It was uh, on that jeffrey open space trail okay so not near the hospital not near chalk but it was no um and uh so but it was like actually the start line was at jeffrey trails middle school which is where Uh new life church used to meet yes that's right that's a great area i've I've actually run there before shockingly yeah so that cool trail that that's a really cool trail that runs along jeffrey Mm -hmm. um so yeah that was where the course was and did you win yeah i won the whole thing (laughs) it's pretty good it's not a big deal I was happy because I felt good. So I'm even going to, I'll give you a preview of a story I'm going to share. Okay. Because uh, I had an experience on Friday that was crazy. Oh, no. Okay. So I know I'm just doing this little 5K and I'm kind of like, whatever, 5K, you know. Sure. I'm, I'm an Iron Man. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and 5K for us Americans is what, three miles, 3.1 miles? Correct. 3.1 miles. That's right. So, yeah. Um, you know, Americans can also use the metric system. It's not like a foreign concept, hopefully. <laughs> I actually just read that. Our disdain of the metric system actually is spreading worldwide. Really? Yeah. That, that like others are not yes, liking it. That that more of the globe is now moving away from the metric system. I absolutely don't. I would. I <laughs> look need it up. To it's on, yeah, I don't believe you. It's I on AOL, AOL.com. <laughs> if you want to look up, look that up, it's just in there. It's in there on AOL somewhere, guys. You'll find it. Get your dial up. <laughs> okay. So what happened okay, on Friday? So Friday, I had a good day. It was like going to be. It started as a great day. Huh. Okay. So I went to breakfast with my dad. Friday's yeah, my day off. I, I by love the way. that you do that. Yeah. Breakfast with my dad. Dana Point. RJ's. I've been trying to. I've been trying all last week. I've been trying to like actually start eating a little less yes, food. Yes, you've talked about this. Yes, I'm trying to be a little better. So uh-huh. all week been doing that. So all I had was one pancake and a cup of fruit. Okay. So one pancake, cup of fruit. Oh, Pro- let's bookmark that because I want to come back to this hot take for a minute. Okay, I know, keep going. I, know, I, know. I got, I got, I got some stories here to start. Okay. Sorry, I got some experiences here. Okay. Then I was given some very generous birthday money huh. from my brother and my father. Uh huh. And I was able then to drive down after that breakfast and go buy a new surfboard. Whoa. I got a new Bing surfboard, brand Whoa. new. I haven't bought a brand new surfboard in like 
forever. I've been like buying used ones, <laughs> yeah. you know, and just kind of keep riding. My other longboard I probably had, I bought used for a hundred bucks and I've had for like 20 years. <laughs> and so then, so anyway, it was just like, it was fun to go get like a new board. That's awesome. So then I drove back up from, cause Bing is like down in Lucadia, uh-huh. drove back up to and parked at Doheny and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go for a quick run cause I got a 5k coming up yeah. and then I'm going to go surf. And then I'm going to meet my buddies a little later on. Huh. So, uh, so just was going to, you know, good day. Yeah. I start this little run. I get, uh, this is about 1230 now though. Okay. Finished eating that pancake oh, no. and cup of fruit <laughs> at, and it had been kind of like first week of dieting. Yeah. Uh, I finished that at maybe like 9 a.m. This uh-huh. is 1230 p.m. But uh-huh. I'm like, you know, I think I'm like cocky Iron Man, yeah. right? And so then I go to just go run. I was going to go run like a few miles. Sure. And I get a mile in beautiful coastline and yes. i am lightheaded weak cannot run oh. and barely could make it back to my car walking back to my car oh, i no. felt like i was gonna pass out oh no i know it was the weirdest thing that's ever happened like i i've done like multiple iron man training cycles because even yeah. though i did one iron man i crashed right before it so i did the whole like training yeah, cycle right and never had this happen and then this happens just running one mile and like, like is something wrong with me is what's happening yeah something wrong is just like i i knew i was under like nourished right uh-huh. like so i didn't have enough food or whatever but then like i i'm just like oh man this is bad yeah i i don't know what's going on so i go i get some food there's like the little doheny snack bar <laughs> been there many times yes exactly so i get some uh, i get like a chicken sandwich i get some yeah. healthy like chicken sandwich some pretzels yeah diet coke even like maybe i need like a little caffeine sure. kind of i don't know something pick me up and i eat that and then i go sit in my car and just kind of i'm like okay i'm just gonna like lay down kind of close my uh-huh. eyes for a little bit i do i do that for probably 45 minutes like i laid down in my uh-huh. car and i'm not getting better I know, dude. I still felt bad. I still felt kind of, mm. eh. I mean, I'm, I was like, I think at that point I was fine, like for driving or something, mm-hmm. but I just am like not feeling good. So I didn't surf. I got this new board, didn't ride oh, it yet. Sad. <laughs> I know. And then, uh, and then had to call a couple friends I was meeting a little later mm-hmm. and just like drove home. So mm-hmm. I drove home and I kind of didn't feel right even until like halfway through the next day. Wow. I know. It was weird. I just like, yeah. I think it was like electrolytes or food or whatever. So, uh, I don't know what's happening, <laughs> <I> don't <know. laughs> but, uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, I don't think it was the Rona or anything. That's what yeah. I was, that's what I was saying. <laughs> Is that what that's you, what yeah, I was yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I don't think it, yeah, but. Like, I don't feel sick. But so anyway. Okay, so then, then that brought you to Monday, and you're pretty nervous. Like, I mean, is this going to happen yeah, again? exactly. And then I felt great. So that okay. was good. I was super happy that so I felt So what do you good. think it was? I think I didn't eat. Huh. I think I, sh- I I think my body needed like more food, and then the food I did have was a little too sugary. Sure, you know, kind of ha- like a bonk, almost like it was a total bonk, dude. Yeah, it was crazy, but it was a weird, lightheaded, like yeah, and that like not really feeling kind of gross and hard to get back to the car mm-hmm. and just anyway. But that was uh sorry, so, but it was like this weird because like <clears throat> this cool day, I was all excited know, about my new I know. board, and then I got felt, cut short. Yeah, then I felt weird, but the uh, but yeah, anyway, back in action. But then uh, yeah, Labor Day, we just kind of relaxed after I did the five k, and then hung yeah. out hung out at a friend's house, went in the pool and stuff. So. Oh, that's great. Yeah. How, how about how was your greatest day in history? So Labor, Labor Day. I we Eric and I are um, with a group of people, and we were making fun of Labor Day because we felt like oh Labor Days, what is it? Well, but, I don't know if I. I'm not, I'm not associating myself with okay. this last comment. Okay. I'm disassociated, just public disassociation from what Matt Dunn just said. Okay. <laughs> I was doing that. But I have to say Labor Day is 
awesome. It's like school's been in session for a few weeks uh, for kiddos, and so it's nice for them to have a day off. Uh, we celebrate all of the hard workers around the world and hard all of their workers. contributions. Um, and it's just nice to have what normally is a busy day, Mondays, yeah. kind of be a day that you have a little bit more downtime, not rushing around. So yeah. So we went to Knott's with, for my son's birthday. He turned Whoa. 12. And speaking of lightheadedness, I'm at the age now where I can't do multiple roller coasters in a day. It's Did you go on like the big ones? I went on the everything. Flip, so flip, he's 12. Ones? So think about when you're 12. You yeah, just, you're ready to like, go for it. So yep. we went on every ride there. Went on Hang Time for the first time. You ever been on that ride? It goes, what is that one? It like goes straight up and oh. then you curve over like the edge of the track and you're just looking straight down. Oh, straight hanging down. Hanging down and then it just drops. Oh, so it's like a dropout but going yeah. facing straight facing down. Facing straight down. Whoa, dude. Yeah, it's, okay, that's it's intense. So, I like that. So shout out to Seth Doan who turned 12. And that's so we had, we had a good day with that. I saw this social media post by your wife, which I love your wife's social media. <laughs> uh, and it was kind of like this like massive celebration of Seth. And then she had this one little picture. It was like, well, we also like celebrated Matt a little bit too. <laughs> yeah. We have some tension because we'll do a family party with extended family to celebrate my birthday in August and Seth in September. But I always feel like a jerk. Cause like, yeah, he's the kid. Yeah. Like let's celebrate the kid. Not, yeah. not the old middle-aged. Yeah, exactly. Guy in the back. I so. know we would do that. Like August birthdays yeah. or like yeah. this spring birthdays or whatever with the extended family. Right. I know what you mean, okay, but I do want to bring up something right away from the message, a hot take I have. Let's just get right into it. Okay. So you mentioned that you had berries and a pancake with your dad. Oh yeah. Which is awesome. So you said something so unnecessary, yeah, I did. so untruthful, <laughs> so wrong that it's just, it really deserves its own category right now or its own like rant. <laughs> You just happened to talk about good tree or good fruit, bad fruit yeah. uh, from Luke chapter six. Yeah. Great sermon, powerful passage. But right off the bat, for mm-hmm. no reason, you mm-hmm. just took a swing at raspberries. Yeah, big, big raspberries. You just coming said, after me. no one likes raspberries. You get them all in your teeth. And, and I just want to represent all raspberry lovers in the world. Have you ever had raspberries on ice cream? Have you ever had raspberries and blueberries in like a nice little bowl with whipped cream, which I know kind of ruins it, but no, yeah. Raspberries are God's gift to this world. Yeah. Raspberries were made to enjoy and you just go off the top ropes on raspberries. Yeah. You know, I mean, raspberries are trash fruit. (laughs) You're doubling down right now. (laughs) You need to defend yourself because 98% of the world agrees with me. You know who else goes in this category? Blackberries, boys and berries. Okay, blackberries, I give you. <laughs> blackberries, blackberries, you, like every other one feels sour. Like you just never find quite, I don't know if it's ones I get, but, huh, yeah. but raspberries, you never meet a bad raspberry. It's all about the seeds. Seeds. <laughs> they need the mutations that Brandon was talking about with the navel orange <laughs> that could be seedless. So is is there a seedless raspberry? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I don't know too. I think like my teeth are messed up or something, but I've, I think I've got lots of little craters and stuff in there from grinding my teeth, uh, even though I do wear a mouth guard and all that. Uh, uh, but but yeah, I don't like how they get stuck in your, they get stuck in my teeth in weird ways. They just bum me out. They're not worth it. ROI, return just, on investment. It's just called swishing your mouth with water, little pick or floss. And you're good to go. They won't come out with a swish. Huh? Yeah, that's a problem for me. I don't know. I just felt like I'm with you. Good treat, good fruit, bad fruit. Mm-hmm. Like 
you have the whole congregation with you, and then you just slam raspberries. This is a thing I like doing in my sermons. I like every once in a while just doing a little like drive by social comment, drive by hot take, and I just keep moving. <laughs> and then I hope for this kind of like conversation later. Did anyone just... else confront no, you about the raspberry? No, no one else. No, we don't have any emails about it. We don't have any emails at all. Oh, <laughs> sad. I think I'm meant to be sad about that. Um, I, I, I just want to brace you. I think the raspberry lovers are coming for you. Okay, big, I think, big I, raspberry, like big I think, pharma. I think there's a lot of raspberry <laughs> fans that are crafting their emails right now, yeah. editing them, praying over them, about ready to hit send. Yeah, if you're team raspberry, uh, if you're team, even if you're team blackberry, boysenberry, whatever, bring it. I'm just saying <laughs> podcast at calvarylife.org. <laughs> We would love to get your hot takes on uh, on the raspberry, so or your defense of the raspberry. The raspberry is good. It's just again ROI, return on investment. My chewing like investment is not worth the return I'm getting by the by the raspberry. Well, let's just move Blueberry? into other categories. Steak gets stuck in your teeth. Do you hate steak? No, nah, it's different. How? Because it doesn't actually get stuck in my teeth the way raspberry seeds do. <laughs> <laughs> that raspberry seed will be in there. Like sometimes I'll can't like I'll get like the little uh, flosser pick thing, you know, and be trying to like get, yeah. get it out. It's just it's not happening. It's, you, I think it might be a me issue. You're you're the friend for me that will point out if I have something in my teeth. Oh, thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Not everyone does. I don't do that to anyone. I don't, <laughs> I don't ever point out. I mean, you could have like. See, is this your like kindness thing? But like, what is kindness? It, it's sort of yeah. It sort of backfires on me. Mm. So you could have a pie to the face, and I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, someone like I don't know. I'm trying to think of a situation like this. Like, yeah, I just have I don't know what. I just have mud just streaked <laughs> up the side of I'm my not cheeks. A, I'm not saying a word. And I'm about to walk on stage. Oh, just, maybe I would say something there. If you're, I wouldn't want you to. Oh, you don't want me to bring down the church, which affects you. No, I'm not saying. <laughs> well, yes, I wouldn't want you to look embarrassed in front of other people. But if it's just you and I having lunch and you got a bunch of raspberry seeds in your mouth, I'm not mm, saying a word. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Salad's the worst. Greens are the worst. Oh, yeah. Greens. Some, there's some people I know that get some greens stuck in there. And I just know I need to wait till the end of the meal. Cause they're just, <laughs> It's going to be there. Even if I tell them they got it now, it's like, it's kind of just wasted. wasted have breath. you ever, we're going to go way off the rails with this question, but have you ever spit when you're preaching and like spit this so far? Like you think, oh no, oh, I might dude. just spit on someone in the front row. It's pretty far now the way our stage is sure. to actually be able to do that. But sometimes I have spit and just been like, oh no, that was a splash, <laughs> like splash zone, sea world situation. Uh, I think more like when it, in other venues, yeah. you know? <laughs> Like in Fellowship Hall or something right. or whatever. Yeah. It's like, it's the worst when that happens. Cause you just, you notice it and you're not sure if anyone else noticed it. Sure. And so you're just like, should I say anything? <laughs> Do I apologize? <laughs> Do they feel it? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. All right. Well, do you want to? Uh, yeah. So that's the intro into yeah, <laughs> last hot, week's sermon. Yeah. Hot Raspberries are Eric's enemy. We have. Yeah. So great Labor Day. We have a friend who really loves Labor Day. So we just shout out to that guy. You'll know who you are. Um, he really loves Labor Day. He thinks it's the most important holiday, but not because he cares about like unions and the rights of <laughs> the rights of workers. It's just a family time. <laughs> <laughs> Loves the family time, huh? <laughs> um, all right, all right. Uh, so, yeah, we talked about uh, 
Fruit trees. Yeah, we did. Uh, and Jesus continuing his sermon on the plain from Luke chapter six. How much have you loved this chapter of the Bible? It's been great. I loved it. I know. It's been really, really great. Yeah. I have. Okay. This is like my no study. Okay. No, no study on this. And I feel like unprepared to discuss it, but I'm going to bring up a topic. Okay. <laughs> do you think the sermon on the plain is a different message than the sermon on the Mount? Or do you think it's just Luke wrote down less stuff? Well, if you would have listened to my sermon when you were flying home from I didn't Europe, I, never, I never listened to it. I talked about this. <laughs> never listened to it. I know what it says. I know what it's okay, okay, keep going. I, okay. Right. So there's two schools of thoughts on this. Um, yeah. is the Sermon on the Mount from Matthew five through seven and the Sermon on the Plain in Matthew six. Luke six. I mean <laughs> Luke six, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um they have some of the same themes to them. Yeah. For example, the Beatitudes that are mentioned in Matthew five, um Matthew five? Yes. Six. Yes, five. Uh, there's nine Beatitudes that are listed. Okay. In Luke, there's four. Yeah. But there are four of the nine that are included in Matthew's version. Yep. yep. So there's things like that among the sermons that you're like, well, Luke was just taking the highlights of the Sermon on the Mount and then adapting it to his audience, which was specifically a Gentile audience, right. not a Jewish audience. And so there's some school of thought that same one just condensed. Other people argue... No, because it's even described as being like on a plane, a flat place where the Sermon on the Mount was described as being on a mountainside. Yeah. So it's a different geographical location, but it's similar themes. Like, you know, if you've ever had a a guest preacher, maybe they preach on a similar theme Mm -hmm. at different venues and churches. So it's possible Jesus gave this style sermon many different places. Mm -hmm. And so it's different, but same. And it's like in the same, the thing is, it's like. This, this this last stuff we've been doing too on like um uh the tr- like this this plant the plant guy the yeah, tree right like all that kind of the the fruitfulness yeah um that stuff's like it's like in the same order at the end of the yeah. sermon on the mount as well so yeah. is this just like like Jesus had a stump speech that he would like give sure. everywhere kind of thing but I also know that you can kind of go down on some of the mount like the mountains. And you could go even like on other parts of the area and you kind of but go to like a flatter spot that maybe yes. they would have been. Yes. Right. So like I know it could go either way. Yeah. I guess I don't like the hard take. That's like, this is a different sermon must be. Yes. I don't know. It's, I, it's I'm so in the same similar to me. Yeah. I, w- I would say, does it really matter? No. Yeah. Probably all of you fast forward to this part. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But, I think this is interesting. Um, the, I think just the teachings are similar. And so I think there's something significant about that. For sure. For sure. All right. Well, let's get into the, the trees. Yeah. So Good we had, trees, bad trees. We had Brandon come up and give us his expertise. Yes, he did. On uh, what he knows about trees. I did joke with Brandon. I'm like, ooh, one difficulty of you revealing what you do for a job is now you're going to have everyone in the church asking you like, hey, so I got this tree in my backyard. Oh, I know. <laughs> I wonder if you will get that. I've actually even tempted. I have a tree that I'm worried about that I need his advice on. Oh, I already do that. Oh, sure. do you? <laughs> <laughs> But to be fair, I also like invite Brandon over and like we hang out and stuff. Oh, okay. Like, you know, like in my backyard. Oh, okay. But that's the trick. That's what you got to do. You got to <laughs> just bring him over and you're like just hanging out and you're like, and he brings it up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, whoops. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry that that tr- branch hit you in the face. <laughs> my branches are, are hanging down. In a I have way. a friend like that works at Disneyland, so I invite him over. <laughs> Oh, you work it? No. Um, yeah, keep going. What so, you, yeah, yeah. So, what would you like? We, we look through the idea that, yeah, there's 
trees can look the same on the outside, yeah. but then the fruit that's produced in them can be radically different in that way. And then we the the first like slide you put up, do you have it in front of you? Because I want you to the, I want the wording to make sure that that we're saying it correctly or how you wanted it to say it. I have it. my notes. I don't have my slides up. What's but that I can... first slide? It's like... Oh, our outcomes, that yes. one? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so it's our outcomes are the result of our character, and our character is defined by our outcomes. Yes. Okay, so... So that's like what you call like a general principle. Yes. Yes. So you can have good character... Yes. But not always have good outcomes in your life, right? Uh... Yeah, but like I guess when it's I'm, I'm like just trying I was trying to use different words other than heart and fruit. Yeah. Um. So just trying to get us to think about it in a different way. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because when we say even like our fruit is uh, the result of our heart mm-hmm. and our heart is defined by our fruit, mm-hmm. that might like make more sense to us. Like, but it makes more sense in like a Christian easy way. True. But then we're like, I don't know if I know it. Like, actually, that looks like in real life. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So yeah, I think that like. Our outcomes, like, are there's, like, we have to, as we have good character, then we will have good outcomes. Yes. Um, and then, but like the way you define a person with good character is that there are good outcomes. Yeah. And I think that's totally true. Right. Yeah. I was joking with uh, my brother a few years ago. It's like, you can really tell the character of somebody when their phone breaks. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you're with them and they're like glass yes. shatters, what's their response to yes. that? Yes. Literally, I said that. And like within 10 minutes, I dropped my phone oh, and the glass cracked. Oh, no. This is before like the OtterBox things and all this kind of stuff Did on our phones. Did you just like just like, throw yeah. out 50 cuss words <laughs> yeah, in a row? Yeah. <laughs> it was just so ironic that we had just had that conversation. Oh, man. Um, but you're right. Sometimes you don't always see the inner character, the heart. Right. But then when there's an outcome that's maybe not how we want it, then you do see that revealed. Mm, um, mm-hmm. That's true. But then to put it in the positive, um, yeah, our our heart will ultimately reveal or the out, the fruit of our life, the outcome of our life ultimately reveals what's inside of us. Right. Yes. Yes. That's, that's supposed to be the point. It's kind of like a crazy passage because that, because we try, I feel like sometimes like Jesus is almost like, it's like a little harsher than we think. Like, I think if we yes. said these things this way, you'd be like, Whoa, bro, that's like pretty harsh. Yes. Good, bad trees are, you know, make bad fruit. Yeah. Like, a person with a bad heart, an evil person with an evil heart produces evil things. You know, mm-hmm. you're just like, whoa, whoa, don't, you know, don't, mm-hmm. don't call that person evil or that they yeah. have a bad heart. Right. So he's, he's pretty intense here, actually, yeah. I think. And, uh, I didn't get as much into like how I thought that was kind of intense, but it even just the is. tone or authority that that had. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so just like a bad tree can't produce good fruit. And so you are, if you have an evil person with evil heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I really liked how you said, <laughs> and this relates to me as someone that struggles with executive functioning, <laughs> that, uh, your heart really is the executive functioner of your life. Yes. Right. That's right. It's not just like how you feel lovey dovey stuff. Yes. It's not just what pumps blood. Yes. Yeah. But it is this moral core this decision making core of who you are mm-hmm. is your heart mm-hmm. and like so like when you say like is do i have a heart for this that's like i think we usually mean like am i passionate about it but like mm-hmm. also i think we would maybe sh- should be saying like i have like a my moral core is decided for mm-hmm. this and i'm going to be now like aiming the function of my life towards that end yes right like mm-hmm. so more than just like i kind of feel some 
feels about it. Yes. <laughs> you know, I love that distinction. Both. You know, we probably do feel some feels yeah. about it, but that's, yeah. Yeah. You'd hope that the moral center of your life ultimately does produce positive, good feelings, yes. but it's not what governs it. Right. So, mm-hmm. and then you talked about, I love this quote, this thought that, you know, it's not, we're not just trying to be better trees. <laughs> so like yeah. the result of this passage is not just, okay, I'm going to, just try harder, work harder. Mm-hmm. But then he referred to Ezekiel 36 idea of no, but it's literally being connected to God mm-hmm. and God through faith in Christ gives us that, mm-hmm. that new heart, not just a good heart, but mm-hmm. a new heart. That was so good. I know. And not, does that mean he turns you into Bob Newhart? <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know if anyone even knows who that is. <laughs> Newhart. You should. Was that in your notes? Did you? Did I cut that on you, the fly? Was, was that on the editing room floor? No, I just thought of that just now. There's a little <laughs> more freedom here in the podcast to say really bad jokes. <laughs> but I love that verse about the new heart. Like, yes. And I love even the NLT is kind of like a nice kind of fresh take on it. It is. Uh, it, it's like uh, it says, I will take out your stony, stubborn heart mm. and give you a tender, responsive heart. Mm-hmm. I like that juxta- ju- juxtaposition. Yeah. Tim McMahon would have been uh, <laughs> take, your yeah, yeah. take your time with it. Take your time. That's a slow one. That's when you want to take slow <laughs> uh, juxtaposition yeah. uh, between those two things, this stony stubbornness and this uh, yeah. tender responsiveness. Yes. So like what, that's what God gives us though. But that's like that key point, right? Is yeah. that it's God who gives us that new heart mm-hmm. and um, takes away that stony stubborn heart. Now mm-hmm. it's always interesting because it's like, yeah, we still struggle. We're still being formed. We're sure. Sure. Still- like we're, we're changed, we're transformed, but we're also transforming. There's still some fruit being thrown away <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in my yeah, life, exactly. right? So to speak. Exactly. Yeah. And, so yeah, there's, okay. so yeah, this whole point of like, how do you produce good fruits? Not by just trying to try harder to have a good heart, but mm-hmm. just literally having your heart replaced, the executive function of your life replaced with the spirit of God mm-hmm. in you, uh, which is such a power. That, that's the Christian, that's so distinctive about the Christian life really mm-hmm. is it's not, we're just trying to do better. Mm-hmm. But we're literally saying we surrender. Mm-hmm. God, replace um, our efforts with just your new li- a new life in you. Yeah, which is good. awesome. Yeah, agreed. Uh, and then you talk about too the fruit of the spirit. So how you can kind of even tell it's good fruit is it has some of these things that you know talks about in Galatians five. With here's the fruit, fruit yeah. of the spirit, <laughs> not fruits, fruits of the spirit. I noticed you said <laughs> fruit. I did. Because that's what this, the text says. Exactly. I always say fruit because it's like it's, you don't just get to pick one fruit. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm pretty good at compassion, but not kindness. Yeah, exactly. So I don't I, I think that we have to keep reminding ourselves, especially in the culture we live in and with what is rewarded in our society. Um, and this is probably like also what would have been in like the time of like the Bible, uh, because I think power, strength, that kind of stuff gets rewarded, mm-hmm. uh, sort of domination, sure. winning, crushing the opponent, yeah. you know, whatever that kind of mindset would be. That might be considered quote unquote good fruit. Right. Yeah. Like, or success yeah. or whatever Successful that is. Fruit. Yeah. Yes. And so then recognizing, okay, no, no, no. Fruit of the spirit is what we should be pursuing in these things. And I even said this like a couple weeks ago of, of like, it gets, I think we even talked about it here, but like mm. love gets perceived as like this soft virtue. Like it's kind of like a, well, sure. Like love, I, I know we're supposed to love, but that sounds kind of weak or mm-hmm. something almost in mm-hmm. this day and age. And even I can even catch myself if I hear a preacher saying like, love is the most important thing. And then you're like, oh, how soon are they going to just like then say sin doesn't matter? Yeah. You know, but sure. like 
why like why does that happen like why yeah. and i think it's almost because there's these there's these people who have kind of gone off course that mm-hmm. promote love and they say it's just love don't worry about like yeah. sin or morality or whatever you know obey, yeah. obeying the the word of god but because of that like then people sort of went against it is this another one of my pendulum swing things you know <laughs> I was waiting. And I brought up the pod. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, because of that, though, it's like, oh, now we have to, like, think of love as this, like, weak thing. And so then people are like, oh, if you hear someone talking about love, they must be soft on sin. Yeah. But that's the problem, I think, then of, like, more, like, Bible-focused people. Like, mm-hmm. we need to, like, recognize as Bible-focused people mm-hmm we should stand for love because of the Bible, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, yeah. people with gentleness, self-control. Yeah. yeah, that good fruit. And I'm thinking too, good fruit is enjoyable. It's sweet. Yeah. It's pleasurable. And like raspberries. Oh boy, I was waiting for that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so it feels like the Christian life with a new heart mm-hmm. producing good fruit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the world may look at that and be skeptical or even like, Ugh, that's, not what I want, or even worse, like you're dangerous. But mm. ultimately, if we really do rub shoulders with people who are skeptics yeah. and they see and maybe even like, in a sense, taste this fruit of our lives, right? I think they're going to walk away saying, oh, no, this, I thought it was this way, but actually it's, it's pretty enjoyable. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Yeah, it's good. Because like I was thinking how, you know, one of those fruit descriptors in the fruit of the spirit yeah. isn't it isn't even like obedience or something but it's because it's not in there because it is obedience to live those things out yeah right like it is obedience to be that yes um and anyway just like that's what's expressing some of that conviction and obedience mm-hmm. and i don't know there's just so much of this this whole mentality of of kind of dominating the other person. Yeah. We see that online probably a lot. We see in our mm-hmm. political discourse, obviously, but mm-hmm. like they are trying to win, you know, and it's like, hmm. that's what's so hard about some of this, like uh, the way we have absorbed like um, the political world into our Christian life, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. is because then we start wanting to like dominate and win with our Christian life. Yeah. Um, and I think that's like why if you hear some of us pastors like feel nervous about the dangers of that, yeah. of bringing those things together, it doesn't mean we shouldn't be involved in that or care about what happens yeah. there. But when we start bringing them together too much, yeah. it starts to get where it muddies what it means to live the Christian right. life. Good fruit doesn't break teeth. Yeah, that's good. Oh, I like that. Uh-huh. uh-huh. It's good for my anti-raspberry campaign, <laughs> but it might really go hard against the stone fruit. It's big, big stone fruit. It's not going to like when you just bite into a peach and right. you just, the pit just right. crushes you. And I remember having an apple when I was a kid and you know, when my loose teeth came out, I was oh, like, Oh, so yeah. So maybe it's a terrible analogy actually. No, but I like, I like where you're going with it though. Yeah. It's good. But yeah, it seems, it seems like a, a Christian with a new heart producing out of that good fruit as Jesus talks about and is described in the epistles uh, with the fruit of the spirit. It feels like that type of life is going to be winsome and interesting Hmm. and make a difference and an impact far beyond even we could, what we could imagine. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the hopes is that we glorify God in Matthew five through um, the things that we do. Yeah. And that kind of leads into that diagram you had at the end of the message, the being versus doing. 
and you had like the arrows yeah yeah going around i, I did get a little bit dizzy as i was looking at the arrows like Wait, you're what? just following Toast. it with your mind wow <laughs> you're precious no but <laughs> but talk about that a little bit and you did mention pendulum swing in that I little did. section as well mentioned, mentioned the pod guys yeah so we talked about the podcast a little bit in church mm-hmm. but um just briefly but yeah so this being doing uh cycle almost like a flywheel kind of mindset where this should like result in that wheel like as you be with god um i know it's like a bad grammar um, but <laughs> just being with god like mm-hmm. there's a sense that we want to be with him and yeah. not just have to do for him or have to perform or have to just like be the good little kid mm-hmm. getting stars on your chart you know of like rewarded being rewarded like but it's this sense of just be with god for the for the good for the reward of being with him yeah because just being with him is wonderful enjoying it yeah Yeah. so that intimacy with god if that's in prayer if it's in his word and other spiritual practices it it's interesting because even as i say that it's like that's what i mean by you're doing some stuff to be with him Mm -hmm. right you and it's almost sometimes doing is like not doing is Mm -hmm. like an act of sabbath yeah. yeah sabbath resting Resting is, it's funny to say that, like resting is an action, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it is like, it's, it is a doing almost. And so you want to just be with him. And then that would lead though to, I think there's two types of doing that I was kind of referring to. There's doing of just good fruit in our lives. So like, as we just spend time with the Lord being the being with him, that should result in a life that bears good fruit. Mm. But then we want to do some other doings like spiritual practices that help us to just be with him. Mm-hmm. And then that just being with him then should produce good fruit in our lives, which then results in some. And then we need to do some other things that, right. that help us to be with him. So hopefully that's like this cycle. Both are important. So we we recognize we don't have to be a doer only. Mm-hmm. But um, but the Bible also does call us to be doers of the word. Yeah. You know, we do have actions to to commit to. Mm-hmm. And so it's not like we're not monks. Yeah. We don't just go live in a cave and be with God only. Yeah. But that being should lead to doing. Something that's tricky in the Christian life, too, is the more fruit that I think is produced in your life or is obvious even to others. Mm-hmm then you're asked to do more things and oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah, you're right. But that also can rob you of that, that mm-hmm. cycle, right. Of being with God because you're so busy doing things for God because you had fruit. Mm-hmm. But then after a while, I've been speaking for myself, right. You're doing so much quote unquote for God that that fruit gets a little, uh, gets a little, uh, what do you call it? Stale, dried out, uh, yeah, exactly. Overripe. Overripe. <laughs> used up. Chew, yeah. Chewed up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's true. And we do we do need that, like, freshness of, mm-hmm. of the being with God helps even just helps us to be better doers. We mm-hmm. shouldn't be with God only so that we can be better doers for yeah. God. But it does help us to do that out of, like, health and... Yeah. A love for him and mm-hmm. in response to his wonder and greatness and mm-hmm. love for us. And like, we're not just then doing it out of this, like, I've got to earn, I've yes. got to be better. I've got to, yes. like, I'm not good enough. I'm horrible. You know, like, so anyway, mm-hmm. that, that kind of mentality. Um, it goes back to what Brandon was saying too, with sometimes when you're pruning a tree, it's actually for its ultimate health, but you're actually taking out some of the fruit. And to allow yeah, other fruit to grow and to flourish. Mm-hmm. I've definitely had times in my life where 
I felt like an area of my life has been fruitful, mm-hmm. maybe even in the doing part, mm-hmm. but God has made it very clear that I'm to pull back or he's going to actually take away that opportunity, I think, to thin out, in a sense, some of my priorities and lifestyle so that that other fruit can become, I don't know, stronger, more vibrant, um, more impactful. Yeah, that's where like saying yes to opportunities is not always the best thing for you. Yeah. Right. Even yeah. For even to serve or to do whatever, it's like really important to kind of hone in. Discern. Yeah. And that's why even we've tried to talk about like, you should have, you need to have a group of people that you're connected to that know you that are kind of sharpening you. So that like, that's what we would then call a life group, right? Mm-hmm. Like if that could be a group of people that could just be your friends, whatever, it doesn't have to be a formal thing. But you need to have that group of connection, people that know you. So you're known and you're you're knowing them and they're knowing you, you know, and um, they kind of like some people that can sharpen you. But then you also do need like an area that you're serving. Like we should all be serving in some some capacity. Mm. And sometimes that's within Calvary. Sometimes that's outside mm-hmm. of Calvary. And that's all good. And so sometimes like you might need to say no to that like cool opportunity, even inside Calvary that you have to serve because you know, you're like, I just need to, I need to be involved in this. I'm going to worship service. Mm. I've got this group I'm involved in. I'm like serving in this way. And that's like all I can do right now if I want to be effective. And I also want to then have time to just be with the Lord. Yeah. Right. Right. (laughs) And so it's good to have, like, we think you should have like some core things that you're a part of, but you don't have to go to every single thing. Yeah. I was hearing like somebody talking about how they were like, I'm going to I'm going to every single thing Calvary offers in this season. And I'm like, I don't know if that's a good idea. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> you know, which it's cool. Like sometimes like we need to just like fully immerse for a while. Like there's something like, depending on what's, maybe you're coming out of like some like, li- like past life kind of stuff. That's mm-hmm. like pretty negative or whatever. And you're you like, just I'm just surrounded by it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For yeah. Sure. So I get that, but don't get yourself burned out in the process. Right. Yeah, exactly. When you look, uh, you're looking well, up I'm just looking up John 15 too, as we're talking, because oh, yeah. it's like the whole idea of you bite in, in Christ to produce, to bear fruit. Yep. You have to be tied to the vine. But then it's interesting. He does say he cuts away every branch that doesn't produce fruit. Yeah. So sometimes it's thinning good fruit mm-hmm. in order to and then cause depth and mm-hmm. other fruit. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just like, oh, I'm just going to cut away this aspect part of your life because it's just not producing any eternal spiritual fruit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think through if there's any examples in my life of that, of like, I don't know, things I was involved in or even friendships or things like that. It's like, mm-hmm. hmm, maybe God in his grace was taking that away from me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know I've definitely like cut, like had seasons where I'm like, Oh, I'm doing too much. I need to cut out mm-hmm. involvement, especially sometimes like when it's like involvement with, uh, some things even outside of Calvary or sure. whatever, if it's not like Calvary connected, like yeah. even like I love, like, I mean, even I, I stopped really like serving like uh, with this ministry that my dad started, mm. which is like awesome. Loved serving yeah. with it. And then kind of like uh, was like taking it over for a while. I'd served on the board and then mm-hmm. was like taking over the ministry for a while. It's kind of like a side thing. Mm. And we realized like, this is so like not, it's like be partially because it's like was not Calvary connected really at all. Yeah. It was just felt like such this other thing that was completely hard to do on the outside. Mm-hmm. And then even I was trying to like then make it like be to have some Calvary connection. And then that wasn't really fitting for the ministry. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so it was like a good thing for me to step like back mm-hmm. away from that. And it's like and it's like not 
not like a negative thing. It's sure. not, it's not, and that's where like, hopefully it bad fruit. <laughs> yeah. And like even and nothing like bad between my, me and my dad or something like that or, or other people working within it. It was just like, yeah, like, yeah, this is, this is good. This is good for someone else. That's like really like focused on what that thing should be mm-hmm. while I'm focused on like what God has called me to do here at Calvary. Yeah. And then it's funny though, because then I've gotten involved with greater Europe mission mm. and that's actually probably had more time investment but because it's so connected to what we're about here at Calvary, it's like felt like all one thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's where that was a good process yeah. for me. I think um, that's a good example. I mean, even for our listeners as far mm-hmm. as, okay, examining your life, examining, okay, where am I producing spiritual fruit? Yep. Um, and where are places that maybe aren't even, maybe they actually are producing fruit, but I need to step away yeah. or even talk to the Lord about this, discern from him. If there's something to continue or am I to wait until there's another opportunity I'm not even thinking of right now that God wants to bear fruit in my life from. Yeah. Um, How would you even say, though, this is a hard question, but like, okay, I'm not sure if I have any fruit in my life. I don't know. Right. Like, do I need to, like, go to somebody? Like, look at my life. Am I being fruitful? Am I being faithful and fruitful right now in my Christian life? Or am I just kind of wasting away um, what it means to walk with Jesus? And I guess maybe in other words, am I... Is my being and doing um, mm-hmm. in line with what God wants me to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this is the key question. I think it's a really good question. So I think that we absolutely should have people in our lives that we can say, what do you observe that my life is producing hmm. like for the kingdom of God? Huh. And like be willing and open to like, hear whatever that answer is and, and say to them even like, hey, don't be like mean or something, but mm-hmm. don't be don't pull any punches. Like I need to know the truth. You got some raspberry seeds in your teeth. <laughs> exactly. Devil fruit. No, uh, no, you like you do. I'm saying <laughs> right now. Yeah. You know how I know it's not true. Cause I don't eat that trash. fruit. <laughs> okay. Keep going. Uh, You're onto something good. Sometimes I do eat it, but I kind of like, I don't actually bite it. I just suck on it Everybody, and swallow it. If you could email uh, the pod and say how much you love raspberries, but also next time you're at Calvary, can you just bring a carton of raspberries to give? Yeah, today, not even a carton, like a flat. Today's episode give brought a flat. to you by <laughs> it like Driscoll's or whatever yeah. raspberries. Yeah. Uh, today's episode brought to you by Driscoll's. You know, better yet, don't bring them to Calvary. Just mail them to Eric's home. We're not giving my address on the air here. <laughs> text me okay. the secret text also, and I'll what? give you his address. <laughs> okay. We'll get. Let's back to this okay. question. So I do think you should ask this kind of question to people in yeah. your life. I think this is important. I think we need to even like empower people and I have to kind of like mm. speak some of this this is this is speaking truth in love yes if we get confused about what this means to speak truth in love or that balance between truth and love have them say okay yeah here's some things that are really like great I can see this this like way that you're producing fruit uh, here's some probably ways like I'm, I'm not seeing it or if I'm not mm. seeing it like here maybe they could even help you understand your capacity for fruit bearing yeah you know like hey I don't see fruit in this, like in your life in this kind of way you're talking about, mm-hmm. but here are some thoughts I would have that would maybe be even be helpful to mm-hmm. allow you to be able to do that. Or let's like pray through that together, you yeah. know, and like listen to the Lord kind of stepping into like a dependence, sort of listening yeah. to God, like process, Lord, how am I actually, how am I bearing fruit or yeah. not bearing fruit? Or am I even like Brandon was saying, like sometimes like trees, like will like bear a little bit of a fruit, but they're not fully bearing the fruit that they're capable of bearing. Yeah. You know, like this, 
Yeah, you you don't want to have a lemon tree and just have like four lemons. Totally. You should have so many lemons that you're having to bring bags to work <laughs> because you you're just like you know that's yeah. that kind of fruit yeah, bearing. Yeah, I like that. Um, and to give away, but but yeah, so I think that would be like one thing that could be really important. Mm-hmm. And I think it is just like this, a self-examination process. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, these are the things I'm really passionate about. Like th- these are the things I really care about or I'm, sp- these are, this is how I'm spending my time. Yeah. I think a lot of times like your time, how you spend your time like determines your passion Yeah. Um, or, or like shows what your passion was. Mm-hmm. And then like how, how is any of that bearing fruit mm-hmm. for the kingdom? And then just think, okay, maybe I need to make some some adjustments to how I use my time mm-hmm. and what I do with my doing and my being, you yeah. know? Uh, and so is my doing like producing some fruit? I love that. It's a, I mean, it it's a little scary. vulnerable, scary, Super. but I think it's so important what you're saying. Yeah. It's just inviting trusted friends, mature believers, if you can, mm-hmm. to speak in your life. Where do you see fruit? Where do you see areas I need to prune or grow mm-hmm. or the spirit needs to, and that and maybe that's not just a drop it that bomb on somebody at coffee and they're like whoa i don't i haven't even thought about this Give or what but yeah, yeah yeah maybe it's like <laughs> Let them a think series of it. conversations with a spouse or something like that mm-hmm. i think that could be so powerful totally. life-changing um in our lives right yeah absolutely just looking through that and examining ourselves because man it's <laughs> This life is short. Psalm, yeah. I think it's Psalm 90 talks about you've been given 70, maybe 80 years, Moses says. Um, I mean, this this life will go quick. You just want to be as fruitful and faithful as possible. Yep. Again, not to earn no, <laughs> grace, no. but as just a response to the good, loving grace of God. Yep. I like that a lot. That's good, man. Yep. So, yeah, that's like this whole passage has been pretty interesting, and I'm excited to get into the next passage i can't wait i like i like wadis yeah i feel like <laughs> and we're gonna wadi. talk i'll give you a little preview it's um the whole wise man built his house upon the rock foolish man built his house upon the sand yep i feel like i've not understood for most of my life with jesus that this was connected to the sermon yeah, <laughs> it just kind of yeah. felt again it's so tempting just to read a bible verse alone mm-hmm. and it's always been like oh that's a great saying it's a truism mm-hmm. but now to see it connected to all of luke 6 Yep. So good. It is. It's so good. And it's like at the end, he's basically yes. just, he completes, he concludes it with saying, so yeah, I said a bunch of cool stuff. You got to actually do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so come on. That's the title of our sermon uh, series. What if Jesus was serious? Yeah, exactly. So I we won't give too much of a way or well, cause we'll also discuss it next week sure. a little bit, but um, yeah, it's just, I think it's a fun one and it's also a really great um, Israel context one. Hmm. Um, it helps to be able to see some of that, like what they were talking about and what stuff was like. I'm yeah. actually going to be showing like a video and some pictures and stuff of cool. of a certain like fl- flash flood plane oh, that cool. kind of like um, well, you know, like helps you picture what people in Israel would have been thinking about. Yeah, because um, this is like a this kind of flash flood thing was a common occurrence. Okay, uh, in Israel. So yeah, oh, interesting. I was reading in the news today about Burning Man up in uh, <laughs> yeah exactly up in Nevada, and they had like a huge storm in Nevada this weekend, and there yeah. was I think they said a hundred thousand people were stuck in the mud, is like that... couldn't leave <laughs> no. that whole area, which is like oh man, there's got to be some spiritual analogy there too. I know. Yeah, stuck in the mud. Um, but yeah, that's like. I don't know, man. That just sounds crazy to be like trapped with a bunch of like 
kind of hippie weirdo <laughs> burning man people and you're just trapped out there i saw this like video of it was like it was chris rock yeah and some other celebrity bunch of celebrities yeah and they were just like in the back of somebody's pickup that truck. was in the article they paid a thousand dollars for some guy to drive him to the airport <laughs> that's so crazy <laughs> that's when like the rich people just start throwing their money like yeah they're just like how much like whatever the it titanic takes, right yeah. just like Exactly. Um, They're getting out, and then other people are just trapped in the mud for that so, whole time. Yeah. I know. So yeah, because you don't know when the big the big waters are going to come. You got to mm. be you got to be ready. And it's that's good. actually you know that's an interesting that whole burning. I don't even know if I'll talk about Burning Man on Sunday, so it's <laughs> fine to maybe talk about it here. But it's like it is interesting because people are just there underprepared with tents and yeah, you know, prepared for something easy and mm-hmm. kind of light. But then it's like, oh nope, you got to be ready for the hard rain to come totally and not be sitting in the sticky mud yeah maybe i will talk about, i already have a lot of illustrations so. <laughs> yeah, it's such a good and again luke 6 just awesome yeah yeah it's been a great a great passage of scripture so i don't know what we got coming up anything in the life of calvary since we don't have any emails uh life of yeah, calvary stuff we sad. got do you think maybe they got they're in your spam tank you want to check your spam Ooh, i should i should check the spam <laughs> of the as you do that though i'll give a, I'll give a couple life. commercials yeah, so uh, if you're around Orange County and um, you have Wednesdays open, love for you to come to one of our classes that we're offering over the next few weeks. One's the Alpha Course. It's a great opportunity to dig into some of the basics of Christianity. Who is Jesus? We're talking about this Wednesday night. A few weeks talk about what and how to read the Bible, how and why should I pray. Yeah. It's great stuff. So we had a really fun kickoff last Wednesday to that, and we're doing it in English-Spanish. Nice. So it's bilingual, and so that's really fun, too, to have that kind of that cross-cultural, bicultural experience in there. Yep. And then we're actually talking about at some point too, we're not able to pull off for this one, but doing one in ASL as well. Whoa, so that'd be cool. yeah, that'd be really fun. Uh, and then another class that just launched last Wednesday, you can still jump into it, um, is a class called Freed Up. And it's all talking about finances, being generous, um, using what God's given us uh, in our bank accounts for kingdom purposes, really good stuff. That had mm-hmm. a great start last week too. Nice. And of course we have Celebrate Recovery, and we have our programs from first grade all the way to high school yep. that are now in full swing yep. as of last Wednesday. So love for you guys to jump in on a Wednesday night. That'd be super fun. Yeah, and then and baptisms. I, yeah, and then baptisms this Sunday, which is going to be awesome. Beach baptisms. So I'd love to have you guys be a part of that. I'd even just like want to maybe take a minute, and this will be a timestamp, maybe here at around 50 minutes or whatever it is. But um, just to like talk a little bit here about the whole uh, like campus needs vote thing because we oh, have that yeah, yeah, yeah. coming up this Sunday, right. and so maybe just with like a little bit of like looser way here on the pod, just to like talk about it. Um, so there's some <laughs> things that we have. You've been hold on. Well, you've been like you've been coughing a lot today. What's going on? You you, you gave me a symbol that I might have the Rona, but you <laughs> you've been going I've full had, Rona. I've had a cough for about three weeks now. Yeah, so. It's kind of frustrating. Yeah, well. So sorry to, sorry, listener, to infect you over the airwaves. I know, you guys. I'm in a very small and close space here with Matt, too, and it's just no. concerning. Okay. Okay. Let's take that back. My second hot take of the day. I actually podcasted with you like two years ago, and then you texted me like a half hour later. You're like, I have COVID. Do you remember that? <laughs> sorry. Yes, I do remember that. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay to laugh now because it's like two years ago or sure. something. Uh, I'm sorry. I apologize for that. Okay. Back in. We'll read timestamp uh, to okay. 51 okay. minutes to talk about some of these campus needs. And um, we have 
The first of which is like the thing we're voting on this Sunday, which is to fix the heating and air conditioning in the worship center. Yeah. And that also has some roof repairs that go along with that. And it's also kind of like wild that of how much it costs. Mm -hmm. Um, It's going to be $1.6 million. Yeah. And we've even um, tried to keep up with that. Um, we've been having like repair people here constantly for the last couple of years. They're just yeah. here constantly. So we're constantly paying for this like upkeep. And so part of what we hope, I mean, you, you do, this thing is falling apart is the only main reason why, but we also are hoping then a lot less money and then on an annual basis ongoing in ongoing maintenance, as well as it'll be like massively more efficient. Yeah. Um, so you'd save some energy costs there as well over time, but it's really like the primary reason though, is that it's like breaking and dying. Yeah. Um, but I did have a cool piece of information. We may have shared this earlier too, but yep. that, that 1.6 sounds so crazy, but it was actually in the twos. And then yep. we've been able to shave off by God's grace, like 600,000 off that original bid. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty great. So that has been good. So we've had some people in our church, um, like Sam McGonigal. I'm going to, I shouldn't start naming names probably. <laughs> I know like Michael Wells, obviously yeah. Rick, Rick Kovechi. Um, Ernie Glasgow, some others um, who've been really helpful that have connections within this industry and then really working on that. So that's like Mm -hmm. even a way that we try to have good stewardship is by really like working that price down as much as we can. But we even like already too like bought a new, I think it's called a chiller. I think it was what it was called. Like like what we spent, I get super confused on the details. Yeah, we should probably stop. (laughs) No, 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 it's okay. But um, people can, can like read more about it, but like it's, but we've already been putting, I guess what I'm trying to say is it's like, we haven't just been like ignoring this issue. Sure. We've already even spent like a few hundred thousand dollars on like, re- like replacing some aspects of it, just like out of our reserves, reserves and out of our budget. So that's like been, I think it's just a big thing. And we've done a lot over the course of this last like 15 years too, of just kind of keeping up our campus, like yeah. the rest of the campus with some of what we've done with the nursery, the student, like underground, the um, like the renovations to Sam's Chapel, all new heating and air conditioning across yeah. the whole rest of the campus. So we've like done all that. We've done like a lot of other things as well, trying to like just keep mm-hmm. it painting, landscaping, kind of like some of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Just keep our campus up well. Yeah. Um, but then this this need was just like so big that it's like couldn't just come out of our like regular sure. budget. And I think like the reason I explained some of that is because I feel like it's helpful for people to understand we're not just. We haven't just been sitting around like ignoring yeah. all of our like <laughs> you know campus yeah. issues. Yeah. So fingers and ears and just blah 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 blah. Right. Yeah. Right. And so we've been working hard on that kind of stuff. But this whole thing is that aspect of it is what we're voting on this Sunday. So we, which I think is actually a cool reason of like why we have to vote on some of this mm. stuff because we just want to have it's mm. like the way our bylaws are set up. It's like. So that we have like good financial accountability yeah. and vulnerability, like or transparency. I mean, with um, with like our congregation, because yeah. we can't spend. It's like more than ten percent of our budget of our general budget, which is about four million dollars each year. Um, so we can't spend. We can't do like a single expense type project yeah. that's more than ten percent without informing the congregation yeah. and having a vote on it. And then we can't take out any debt on things like that without. Like having the congregation, not the congregation, the members, the official members of the congregation. I think that's just great accountability and unity. Yeah. Um, Because you could have like a 
senior pastor is like, I think we should have a 110-foot water slide. Yes. I think the Lord is telling us to make a 110-foot water slide. The people will yes. come. Yes. They'll come on Sundays. So they get to go on a water slide first, which actually, now that I'm thinking about it, this is a great idea. As long as we can do it for under $400,000. <laughs> then we can do it. But it prevents maybe one person from running a project through that no one else is behind. Totally. Totally. So we do want to make sure we're not doing anything like big and crazy like that. So that's what that vote will then be is it's, we don't want to take out any long-term debt on this, but we recognize we, we will need to take Mm -hmm. out some short-term debt, uh, to be able to like buy the the gear takes like six months to get all the equipment, uh, which is kind of crazy. And so while we fundraise, we want to get the project going so that we're doing the project in a cool month, not like Mm -hmm. in the heart of summer next year or something, or so that it doesn't just like break and we're just like, don't have any for six months and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's always, you know, projects equal people. And so the idea is that we do these projects and so that we can be a place where people gather. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, we need, yeah, we need to have a place that people can gather. And so that's important. Um, and so then, yeah, like then we have a couple other things that aren't a part of this vote, but like part of like what we've been praying through, like people that have been coming to these prayer meetings, part of what we've been praying through, like, should we do these things or not? And um, so those things are things like uh, paying off the remaining debt on our heritage medical building. Mm-hmm. So Heritage Medical Building is like the corner of Wellington and Tustin Avenue. And it's just like right there on our little block. And we actually own that building. And there's all sorts of um, people like different tenants that that rent out those spaces in that building. And some are like dentists and medical like offices, stuff like that, that are just like regular dentists. You know, they're, they're great people, but just doing their own like normal business. And then some are like some nonprofits. Uh, like uh, the Hurt Medical Clinic and the and Safe Families for Children and oh no um, Emmaus Road oh yeah counseling. Emmaus Road Counseling Center uh, so it's really cool to have some of these yeah groups six in of there. the ten um, suites in mm-hmm. the Heritage Building are actually nonprofits yeah faith based nonprofits yeah which is really cool which is really cool and so e- even with that that's still paying the payments on what we owe on that building, but we still owe $1.7 million on that building. And so we're just like, Hey, we don't like that same value. We don't want to have long-term debt. So we're just like, Hey, can we just pay this off? And then that rental income could go into fueling ministry where that like there could be missions that could be whatever else. Like we haven't made final decisions on any of that kind of stuff, but that's been one of the main ideas. Yeah. Picture like if here in Orange County, if this was possible, you paid off your mortgage. Yeah. And so you had that expense just taken out of your monthly expenses. Yeah. And then you could use that money, not just to buy, you know, just stuff that will just fall apart, but you could buy, use it for like kingdom purposes. Yeah. That's kind of what we want to do with that building. That's true. That's amazing. Yeah, that'd be so cool to just think, yeah, to dream about how you could invest in the kingdom if yeah. your mortgage was paid off. That's kind of what that is. Yeah. And then we just have some other like kind of like cool projects that could be done that would be really helpful, but are more like nice to have, not mm-hmm. need to have right now. But at the same time, I think we all probably at your own house too, you mm-hmm. get a little more excited to like remodel the kitchen than you do to put on a new roof. Absolutely. <laughs> or to like replace your air conditioning unit. Totally. So it's more fun to like paint the outside of the house yeah. or whatever. And so yeah. some of that stuff's like you recognize you need that stuff that's like a little less fun. Like yeah. you have to have that stuff. Like you need a roof over your head. You don't like, I mean, air conditioning is a little more of like, you know, is like <laughs> is a little bit of a luxury, but at the same time, the way this building is built, the worship center, if it didn't have air conditioning, I think we'd almost feel like suffocating in there, you yeah. know? Um, well, I think we'd lose people. Yeah, we definitely lose if people. If people 
aren't gathering, yeah. then the ministries and the mission of Calvary yeah, slows exactly. down. Yeah, exactly. So some of those more like kind of like fun, nice to do things or like we do recognize the seats in the worship center are 32 years old and are mm-hmm. starting to fall apart in some ways. And um, we could just re- and also to like paint and do flooring, kind of redo the flooring in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one. Also, like the the entrance um, from the Wellington parking lot, like we would be able to like move the dumpster that's like right there as you walk in and kind of make it a little more of like a friendly, welcoming entrance and just kind of redo the the courtyard in some ways. So there's just like some fun stuff that would be nice to do. And I think it'd be really great. And we've also kind of like trim that down from some like wild, audacious, expensive, yeah. <laughs> like goals that we could have that would be more in like the two to four million more dollars than what's already in all of this. And yeah. so we said, okay, look, that's a lot. Here are yeah. some things that would be like more reasonable, yeah. um, but would be really nice to be able to do here. Yeah, I've sat in some of these meetings. You can kind of correct me if I'm wrong or if this is where you're thinking too, but it's like, we don't want this campus to like wow people like they walk on and like, whoa, look how much money they've spent here. Yeah, but it's yeah. more of like we want people to walk on this campus and go, this is intentionally been prepared for me. Yeah. And for people that I bring. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the heart of it. Yeah. Right. So this is a place I, I, I feel like kind of like welcome yeah. and, and I feel it feels good to be here, yeah. you know, and I, I'd like to linger. Yeah, you know? totally. <laughs> I don't need to rush out of here because it's like, oh, I got my thing done. I'm out. You know, yeah. but we could linger a little bit. Yeah, so totally. we want people to walk in feel welcome and we'd love for you to feel like you'd want to linger. So some of that stuff just goes into some of the heart of what we're doing. And you probably wouldn't linger if there was no AC. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's like what's coming up. So just like. Hey, we did a little 10 minutes on that, but, um, there is, we've been having some nice prayer times where the elders are going to be meeting like this month, Mm -hmm. even thinking more about what will we do about the, those like things that aren't the air conditioning, Mm -hmm. all those other options, what are we going to do? So we've, Mm -hmm. we've been seeking the Lord. I think now it's kind of time to start really like making some decisions as what we feel like led by him to do. And then we will be like somewhere in the next few months, probably more like after the new year, like. We will have like a time of like trying to like raise some money, you know, because we we do need to we've been talking a lot about it. But Mm -hmm. now we actually have to like raise those funds. And that's where I really liked um, this way of thinking about that. Bob Shank said to me was Mm -hmm. this whole thing of we are all enjoying um, these wonderful like spaces and buildings, rooms. We come in and have like time to worship or our kids are in like um, spaces Mm -hmm. that are made for them. And we are all enjoying them based off of the generosity of a previous generation. Wow. And now here we are and our responsibility is this present generation. We don't have to build new buildings. We have buildings. Mm. We don't have to build new buildings, but we do have this responsibility to, to keep them up, yeah. to maintain them well and to keep them like kind of fresh and like, yeah. and good usable spaces. Part of our legacy. Yeah. That's like, that's our generation's call. That's good. Um, so I, I think that's like a healthy way to think about it, but mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, we a little uh, little campus needs corner here at the end. But. And I've really found too on the website there's an FAQ section mm-hmm. that um, answers pretty succinctly but comprehensively the things that we've just talked about. Yeah. So CalvaryLife.org/campus. Yeah. CalvaryLife.org/campus, and then you can scroll around there and find like the Q and A and some stuff. Like yeah. That. Like if so, you have anything, any doubts or any kind of like oh, what's going on, I think that would be really helpful to you. Yeah, I agree. So cool. All right, man. Good, Maddie. I don't know. You got anything else? Huh. 
trying to think. I don't want to go yet. I don't think our listener wants us to go yet. <laughs> We're just hanging out, having a good time together. How are you doing, listener? <laughs> I'm good. Wow, that was weird. Their voice is pretty high. <laughs> we haven't done a clap. We haven't done special effects in a while. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, listener, do you? What do you think about this podcast? <laughs> Oh wow, that's like a little more extra. I didn't really expect that, but I don't. Know. How about how about you over there on the left? Oh, they like it. That's nice. All right, I think that's enough. Okay. So, uh, thank you, Matt. Thank you, and thank you for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. Thanks again for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. If you'd like to share any of your thoughts, please reach out to us at podcast at calvarylife.org. You can find out more about the show on Instagram at Calvary Life or on our website at calvarylife.org slash podcast.